Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thursday, here we are. We made it to another one. Tomorrow's Friday, TGIF, baby. Hope you guys got some sweet weekend plans. I'll keep this short because somebody tweeted at me saying, uh, I love the podcast, but Adam Ray fucking talks too much up top. All right, man, message received. Here's the show. <laughs> just kidding, man. I just wanted to get you hard for a second. And then fucking give you blue balls. Because I'm talking more, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, what a great week of shows we've had. We've laid down some amazing ALN apps that are coming up next week. Uh, Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers on next week. Johnny Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls back for an amazing episode uh, with, with songs. He played live on the pod. He never does that, but he did for us. Um, so many great apps coming. Uh, Nick from The Bachelor is now confirmed. Zach Efron. Um, uh, holy shit. Uh, who else? Fucking Crystalia. Uh, Andrew Santino. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And again, comment and rate the podcast on iTunes. Helps us, helps us climb the charts. And send us those uh, ALN stories and moments and highlights that you, lo- that you love, where you listen to it, why you love it, uh, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com, and we will read them on the air next week. Uh, today's episode is the live episode we did in Vegas at the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. Couldn't have gone better. Beth Stelling, Ryan Sickler, Chris Porter, all... Uh, on the podcast and all crushed it. Avery Pearson was there with us too. It was the first time Crapshoot did a, uh, I'm sorry, Vegas did a festival with Crapshoot and Zappos. Shout out to them for putting it together. Paul and Khaki crushed it. So much fun. David Tell was there. Bert Kreischer, Josh Adam Myers, uh, Aparna, uh, uh, how do you say her last name? Narn, non, Aparna. There's only one Aparna. She's fucking hilarious. Um, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Kurt Broneler. Uh, Brad Williams, Fahim Anwar. It was uh, so fun. Mark Normand. Uh, such a great fest. Uh, this episode was recorded at the Fiesta Room at the El Cortez Casino on Saturday, uh, May 20th, and it was a blast. Um, we talked about everything. Talked about me going to Celine Dion. We talked about crazy Vegas stories. Chris parting with Kid Rock. Uh, it's it's one of my favorites we've done in a long time. Definitely one of the best live apps, if not the best. And, uh, and you guys are going to love it. So enjoy the hell out of it. And again, tweet at us. Let us know how much you loved it. Hashtag live, ALN Live Vegas. And, uh, and tweet at me at Adam Ray Comedy, Brad at Funny Brad, uh, Chris Porter at I am Chris Porter, uh, Beth Stelling at Beth Stelling, uh, Avery Pearson at Avery Funny, Ryan Sickler is at Ryan Sickler. Uh, and of course the podcast at Ellen Podcast at Ellen Podcast on Instagram Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram Brad Williams Comic on Instagram uh, about last night podcast.com for all your ALN merch get those shirts and hats bring them to the shows which we have a lot coming up uh, this weekend for example uh, tonight I'm at the Laugh Factory at 10.30 but tomorrow and Sunday I'm with Brad Williams at the Brea Improv in Brea, California uh, get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Brea, I'm there Friday night, two shows, and Sunday for one show, but Brad is there all weekend. So come out and see us. Bring your ALN merch. We'll take pictures, sign it, whatever you want. 
Next week, Tuesday through uh, Sunday, I'm at the Reno Laugh Factory in Reno, Nevada, May 30th through June 4th, bringing Sandy Danto and Rachel O'Brien. Super pumped. Uh, a lot of new material, a lot of fun uh, to be had. Uh, Reno's the shit, even though I got cheated on there seven years ago. We won't talk about that. Maybe we will. We definitely will. Uh, so come out to the shows May 30th to June 4th. Laugh Factory, Reno, Nevada. Tickets at AdamRayTV.com. Uh, Return of the Mac. One more episode next Wednesday. Thanks for watching last night. Super fun. Hope we get to do it more. Uh, 8.30 Wednesday, Pop TV. Return of the Mac. Set your DVRs and watch it. All right? Uh, a lot of great shows coming up. As I told you, so many great guest books uh, booked and in the can. Make sure you're subscribed. Tell a friend. Tell a co-worker. Come out and see us live. AdamRayTV.com. BradWilliamsComedy.com for all our tour dates. We're booked up through the summer. Come out and see us. All right? Now that we got all the tour dates out of the way, the Twitter handles, the merch info, the Return of the Mac show info. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast live from Las Vegas with Chris Porter, best-selling Ryan Sickler, Brad Williams, and me, Adam Ray. Oh, and Avery Pearson. Yeah, fucking Avery. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Ladies and gentlemen, how's everyone doing tonight? Yeah. Welcome to the Fiesta Room at the El Cortez Hotel and Casino. This is the Craft Juke Comedy Festival. Yeah. You guys ready for the About Last Night podcast? Oh, guys, come on. We're recording. Are you ready for the About Last Night podcast? Yeah. Give it up for your host, Brad Williams and Adam Ray. God, you just hear that walking around every casino. That's just like all, all this Vegas, just yeah. all fucking day. That's the energy before a serious life change happens. Absolutely, like <laughs> the that, energy. Yeah, that's, w- that, that's when you get there. No, no, no one like loses their fucking mortgage and like, oh, I got herpes from a hooker. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if they are, more power to them. You know what? That's they have a, a very positive a, attitude. Yeah, and I, I totally that respect that about them. If to it, leave Vegas feeling good about yourself is like... That's sick. always the goal. That's like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> like rubbing a dwarf's head and not hitting black on roulette. I mean, that, I mean, by, by the way, that always happens. Yep, that does if happen. If you rub a dwarf's Nobody head... Nobody laughs because they haven't done it yet. Exactly, because you, you all thought to yourself, like, wait, I bet wait, you that's that real. a real thing? Yeah. I bet you that's real. It is. And, uh... Uh, there was one time when I was at a casino in uh, Temecula, California. Uh, if you don't know where that is, you've succeeded in life. Um, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I might meet my wife there. Uh, you might. Uh, but there, I will not. No. There was, uh, uh, I, I was doing a show there, and there was a promotion where I had, I had to host a big blackjack tournament. Uh, and, or no, slots. And then as I went down there, some, uh, some Korean woman started rubbing my head mm-hmm. for good luck. And all the other, all the other Koreans there were like, "Oh, that's something you do." And then they just, 
like they were chasing after me like they like they thought it was like a college football tradition like some college football they they always like hit the play like a champion sign today the they rub a red rock or you pat a midget's head and you win in slots like that's what they thought it was it was, it, what do you think was, they would have done to you if they lost? Like, I, you didn't see them after that, right? Like, no, I booked it because I didn't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want them to be that, like, lot, they, they, they lose and they go, oh, they rubbed the midget head. Yeah. There's everything. I'm doing the wrong accent, by the way. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing Japanese, a horrible Japanese accent. Welcome back, yeah. back to Vaguely Racist with Brad Williams. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's a vaguely racist. Hey, how about those Filipinos? They're always like, I do not like you. Yeah. Welcome to vaguely racist. <laughs> yeah. Some of you didn't even know if that was racist. You're like, yeah, those fucking Filipinos. That's, that's what, what they sound like. That's what they, when they sound lose like. Craps or win, um, <laughs> guys. Make some noise for Avery Pearson. Oh yeah, guys. Yeah. From Showtime in CISO, right. he'll be playing us some tunes. And Avery's yeah. a new dad, by the way. I'm a father. Make some noise for that. That's not yeah. bad. Still came to Vegas. Yeah. He did not pull out. <laughs> that's how that. That's how it that's was. How babies are made, Brad. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's because Avery, like you had the baby with your with, with your wife, with my wife, and yeah. you were and you were planning the baby. Mm-hmm. Like that's weird nowadays. Like now, right. when to someone says like, "Oh, she she's pregnant," like my first response is, "Oh." Oh. Like, I'm like, oh, no, some people still plan that. Yeah. Like, that's a good thing for some people. Yeah. You, 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 you always have to find out that question. How are the, what are the, the highs and lows or the, the highlights and the lowlights of fatherhood uh, five months in? Hi- highlights is when he smiles at you and you see your face and he like you guys know. And then the lowlights. You're lights. like, my dick made that. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever think that? I do. I, I would do. think that immediately. <laughs> Because that's crazy. Yeah, it's just been... That's also why I'm not a dad, because I'm still just like, a penis can make a life, you know? (laughs) I think that's, yeah. Yeah, and I would say that to him. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. and you have. You've come over and and been like, hey, your dad's dick made you. Yeah, dick made you, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then the lowlights is the incessant crying, but uh, I try to focus on the smiling and the coming, so that's, yeah. How do you... (laughs) (laughs) Smiling and the coming? Wow. I feel like you're going to write a father self-help book, and it's going to be like that. Focus on the smiling and the coming by Avery Pearson. Sure, your kid may pee in your face as you're changing the diaper. Yeah. You're not going to sleep a lot. But as long as you focus on the smiling and the coming. Yeah, then you're uh, okay, yeah. I believe that was in Oprah's book club one year. <laughs> it was, was The Smiling and the Coming uh, <laughs> by Shel Silverstein. <laughs> uh, we've had an amazing yeah. festival so far. Yeah, give it up for the Crap Crap Comedy, Comedy Festival. Festival. We're putting this on. First time... It, 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 it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, they're they're treating the comics really well. We got to fly here actually on a on a jet. They they chartered a jet yeah. for all the comedians to get on. And uh, there the, then of course like we're all kind of looking at each other on the jet, going we don't deserve this. And then uh, one comedian I forgot who uh, started singing uh, La Bamba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And if you know the ending to that story, we all were like, the fuck are you doing, man? Like, we were all thinking it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. We're oh, all, yeah. like, I think it was all... Bert Kreischer that was like, if this plane goes down, who gets top billing? Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be featured on the front page? And the only reason why he said it is because everyone knows Bert Kreischer yeah. would be yeah. at the top yeah. of that. Yeah. He's like, no one's going to know you guys are dead. Yeah. No one's going to know. <laughs> Your family's going to not even know. Yeah. It's all going to be about me. Yeah. Pour some Tito's out for me. <laughs> like, yeah. That's spot on, by the way. Yeah. That's, That's a great Bert Kreischer. Yeah. I, I didn't know I could It's do way better Kreischer. than your Filipino man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this is me, a Filipino man. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't worry. We will never sell out in Manila. 
Nice. One person. Yeah, one person. One person. Yeah. Everyone else is like, Manila, is that a new flavor? Like mocha vanilla? Is that available <laughs> in the casino? No, that's Had a, you been that's on a private jet before? Because you've uh, got to do some, some cool shit in your day, but. Yeah, I was on. All right. The last time I was on a private jet, I was uh, opening up for Carlos Mencia, and he had a private jet. Uh, and I got to take my girlfriend at the time, and everyone was telling her, like, dude, you're on a private jet, like, Mile High Club. This is where it's at. And she was like, I don't know, but now you guys all know that we're doing it. I'm like, yeah, that makes it better. <laughs> they know I'm fucking at 30,000 feet. That's pretty damn sweet. That's, you know, but then I didn't join the Mile High Club. Uh, but, yeah, so that, that it, it was fun, but it wasn't, like, what I wanted it to be. And nothing like being on a private jet where – Five dudes are chanting at your girlfriend like "fuck him, fuck him, fuck him." <laughs> Made her very comfortable. Yeah. Uh, we broke up not long after that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, but uh, but but I got to bring my uh, fiance on this one, and uh, we w- once again did not fuck. Uh, so yeah, right. How would you? How would you fuck in an airport, uh, an, an airplane bathroom? By the way, I would have to stand on the toilet. Yeah, right. like I—that was my question. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I would stand on the toilet, which would still bring me up to about uh, upper thigh, and <laughs> then I would have to just lube up and jump and hope I hit the right <laughs> hole. Sounds like a Milton Bradley game. <laughs> lube up and jump, hit the right hole. Lube up and jump, it's so fun. Lube up and jump. Not for ages under 13. <laughs> wow. 14, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the people who always, I mean, you can tell when someone's about to go get crazy in, in an airplane bathroom. Because even, like, even yeah. when people try to time it out and, and like, you, know, you can see them playing like, okay, I'll get up now and then you leave like five minutes after me. It's like you still know, like, yeah. they're both going in there. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and the only time anyone's ever smiling on the way to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> no one's ever smiling on the way to an airport bathroom. Yeah, no, no one's, one's ever like, ex- this is going to be great. No. Like, no one, no, no one ever does. Trying that. to take uh, a poop on an airplane with turbulence should be a stunt on the new fear factor. That is maybe <laughs> one of the most, all right, well, some of you didn't laugh. You haven't experienced the most traumatic nine seconds of your life. So have you ever been on a plane and tried to take a poop? Yeah, and yeah. how did that oh, yeah. end for you? The poop went out of the plane. <laughs> you pooped in the chute. Yeah. That- I didn't ask where the fucking poop went, sir. I asked, <laughs> did you have a difficult time in general just with the whole situation? Uh, oh. oh, really? <laughs> oh, uh, he, yeah, he's over 50, Adam. I don't know what happens to people, but. Yeah. Yeah, does pooping become an issue, like, later in life? It all becomes an issue. It all becomes an issue. Fuck. Oh, that's what we got to look forward to? <laughs> Oh, man. You got to read Smiling and Coming by Avery Pearson. That <laughs> might turn your outlook on life around. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, wow. Nice. She, uh, she, All right, we'll take it from here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking, She's like, well, the audience is when he comes, jokes. you smile. Yeah. It's like, all right. I mean, I... I've I've never frowned when I came before. Like, I've never been just like, oh, this is shitty. Like, uh, that's, that's never happened. I'm usually pretty thrilled when I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, it's like uh, back in my single days uh, when I would hook up with women that were they 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 just wanted to have sex with a little person. They could give a fuck who I was. There's one over there. All right, uh, that, right here that's, too. That, that, that's all they wanted to do. Then people tell me like, "Oh, don't you get mad because they're like exploiting you?" I'm like, "I'm coming." <laughs> like, you can't get mad at that. You're no. not like, "Oh, this is miserable." Ew. Like that's not. 
Yeah, now you guys are way, all going to have that face. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the visual, by the way, because I've always wanted to know how you do it. And I just, you just hunched over your shoulders like a gargoyle. Well, sure. That's how you get a good grip. Yeah. And, <laughs> but now you, but now you've seen a dwarf's O face. So we're all going to hit roulette tonight. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like that's, Put that's every... absolutely going to happen. <laughs> Uh, uh, when's the last time you were in Vegas? Uh, ooh, the last time I was in Vegas uh, was last year. Yeah, okay. la- last year. Now, uh, do you have like a greatest Vegas moment for you? I mean, every I feel like every time Vegas is, if you stay up late enough, you are rewarded with some uh, amazing uh, debauchery, right? Yes. So that that goes without saying. But um, yep. I mean, I've seen some amazing drunk couple fights. You know, nice. I mean, I saw, uh, you know, I've seen couples, like, yelling at each other, like, you just thinking, you didn't even, you didn't even, and then the dude being like, oh, is that like, at three in the morning in the lobby of the New York, New York, and and then the dude did a cartwheel in front of his chick, and at the end of the cartwheel went, boom, like, he was taunting her with his cartwheel. Like, what was the fight that led up to that? Exactly. Well, we couldn't make out any of the contents. He just taunted her, and then she started crying and ran away. <laughs> and uh, and that was, like, at 3.30 in the morning. But usually it's, like, you see fights every now and then. Yeah. But um, the shows now, and I'm at an age where I like to go see the shows. Like, I went and saw Celine Dion last night. He, he did. Okay. And you know what? I was none looking of the for applause there. Yeah. yeah. None, none, none of the men are clapping. Yeah. You know what? Shame on you. You should be. Shame right? on you. Because she, she is an American-Canadian treasure. All right? <laughs> Let me just say this. Smoke a little bit of a joint, have a couple of tequilas, and go see Celine Dion live her life to the fullest. Because it's, uh, it it's magical, her voice. But I will say this. I didn't know that I had a like, limit for the uh, you know, in-between song discussion that Celine Dion uh, liked to engage in, but I do have a limit, and it's, it's 14 seconds. Uh, <laughs> That yeah. woman uh, decided to uh, use last night's show at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace as a, a, a concert and also an open mic. Um, she tried stand-up comedy. She does, you know, like they say, every comedian wants to be a rock star. Every rock star wants to be a comedian. Yeah, I didn't think that also applied to Celine Dion. Like she's up there, and look, that French Canadian accent is difficult enough to understand, right? Like sometimes you're like, did she say pizza or futon? I don't know what the fuck she just said. <laughs> I can't grasp. <laughs> so she would just be up there being like, and, and she was all the sorts of tangents. I look, I took some clips. Right. I'm gonna hopefully, hopefully, like basically when you see Celine Dion. All you want is for her to end the song and then go, and now, time for I'm Your Lady, and then fucking sing the next song. Yeah, I went deep cut, okay? All right, ready? That's what I did. So in between these songs, she would just go on these rants, and every moment she felt like there was an opportunity for like some sort of musical moment, she would just sing. So she'd be like, look, this is Dominique, my guitar player. Dominique, I've known him forever, 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 forever. You're like, is that fucking on like, the B-side track? Like, What song is that? So she'd do these jokes, and none of them really got laughs. And I was the only one, like, in the audience, I think. Maybe it was a, well, you know, a, com- a comedian, and I'm looking at this being like, bitch, just sing Power of Love. <laughs> so here's one of the jokes she tried. I'm so yellow. She's wearing a yellow dress. Yellow is my favorite color. Yeah. Celine Dijon. <laughs> Celine Dijon! She likes What the fuck? <laughs> What are you doing? You don't do that. <laughs> She's making mustard jokes. She had the balls. Like, oh, God. Like, and then she even made a face like, look, and you get it? Like afterwards, like, like heard, a, heard a mustard joke in a while? That Paid, that, paid $100 <laughs> for a mustard joke? 
before this Titanic theme? Like the the only you should never hear Celine Dion and Mustard in the same sentence unless you're playing like the Vegas performer game of Clue. Okay, so just yeah, and, and like that, it, but like we're professionals, so we're looking at everyone in the audience, like this is not funny. Yeah, I'm taking Stop offense laughing. to it. You get very like prideful about uh, the you know the uh, I guess struggle of stand up comedy. So to see her up there just being like, oh, I've got a stage and a mic. You know what? Time for my mustard material. <laughs> <laughs> I got like genuinely like upset about that. But then, but then she, you know, but then she'd launch into you know. Uh, and that's the way it is. I was like, all right, I forgive you. <laughs> talent, talent will do that. Yeah. Uh, but now, apparently she's, she dropped a lot of personal facts in between songs. She's like one of 14 kids. Anybody else know that? Well, <laughs> shit. We're all, je- we're all jealous of you now. Yeah. She, I mean, said, she you... said that her mother said she was uh, an accident because she was one of 14 kids. Oh, that's, what, that's a good thing yeah. to hear. She just dropped it in casually. Like, again, you're like, is this fucking therapy? Like, she'd be and like, then pa- my mother said, I never wanted you to be born. Anyway, two, three, four. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> that, that part of it was entertaining. It was like you were always on the edge of your seat because you didn't know what the fuck she was going to say. Oh, my God. Have you seen any show like that out here that's just blown your mind? Or is there somebody on your Vegas show bucket list? Uh, I, saw, I saw Blue Man Group. And Blue Man Group, first of all, being a midget walking into a Blue Man Group show, everyone just looks at me and goes, oh, he's part of it. Yeah. Like, What's he doing in the audience? Why yeah, isn't he backstage like, getting into costume? He should be, he, he, he should be painting blue right now. Like, I don't get it. Like, he should be painting blue, dancing out front of the thing, just going, la, 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 la. Like, like, that's what should happen. <laughs> And that's what I figure as a dwarf is I can walk like I can walk on stage to any Cirque de Lo- or any Cirque show any Cirque du Soleil show and they'd just be like yeah that's supposed to happen wow and, and right so I guess my follow up is why haven't you done that yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like ju- run and jump into the pool and oh and everyone's like well first of all it's a midget swimming never thought I'd see that <laughs> uh, thought their heads were too heavy I didn't realize they could still float. <laughs> Uh, so just the sheer achievement of that, we should <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. should be celebrating. Sure, he did 900 flips and didn't do a perfect dive, but he's doggy paddling. And uh, that would be a great reality show competition. Can can this swim? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to get more all specific. Right, like, first of all, we have we have a dwarf. Uh, call one eight hundred five 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 two six two four for yes. One eight hundred five 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 two six two eight four. No, he cannot swim. <laughs> Uh, the nose are winning. All right, and then we throw the midget. He's not swimming. Okay, he's not swimming. <laughs> they just throw you in the pool. It's <laughs> yeah. so violent. Yeah. Well, I mean, how else are you gonna find out if I swim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the thing is, is uh, Vegas is obviously a wonderful city. It's it, it, it's great. You, any form of entertainment, any form of food. Uh, yeah. But Vegas is, you know, stepsister that always gets forgotten, which I think is a tragedy. Is uh, Reno? Uh, <laughs> How do the Vegas people feel about Reno? Is it like it sucks, huh? How dare you? Uh, how is dare it just you? because like they try like it's a it's a smaller version? I get. I mean, they don't have the smaller versions of things can be better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> but like, 
I did a gig in Reno a few weeks ago. It was fant. I drove there from Los Angeles. The drive is amazing. There's uh, uh, just uh, land as far as I can see. It's clear. There's lakes. There's there's a, a mobile station that serves buffalo meatloaf. That's one of the best ten uh, meals I've ever had in my goddamn life. And that is that is real. And normally when someone says, "Hey, go to the mobile station for some buffalo meatloaf," you're like, "Oh, that's." Gay code for something, right? <laughs> like that's the Buffalo Meat House. What yeah, I'm not. I'm not going for Buffalo Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm a power top myself, so uh, <laughs> I'm not going for the Buffalo. I have meatloaf. read your blogs. Yeah, but I had a fantastic time in Reno. Now, uh, what's what's your experience been with Reno, Adam? My experience with Reno. Uh, well, look, I've been there for gigs, but Reno is a special place in my heart um, because it was the city. Where I was dating someone, where I first got cheated on. Oh, sentimental. I was expecting more of an ah from the group, more of a collective. Oh, and you're still here. Too late! It's too late. <laughs> Save your pity for another podcast. Deaf ears right now. Uh, but look, I mean, I think you know, yeah. first, everyone should get cheated on at some point. What? Yeah, you just need to you need to go through something like that to figure out like who yeah. you are and and. You know, I'm kind of mad, but uh, when. I had a girlfriend that cheated on me on the reality show Millionaire Matchmaker. That's a true story. Uh, yeah, I think that made me a better person. Yeah. I thought, oh, don't date reality stars ever. Fucking never do that. Yeah, you end up listening to like a lot of, you know, Beyonce, independent woman, you know, <laughs> powerful message music. Lord knows I did. <laughs> but the first time, I mean, you know, like obviously like sixth grade, eighth grade type. Like the first time I really was felt cheated on was in eighth grade. And I was um, dating this girl, Aaron Domingo, a Filipino girl. Yeah, she had yep. like this, yep, son, just like that. Yep, that was her. Adam Ray, I find you are so attractive. Very unattractive when we when we fucked, and so uh, and so eighth grade, we weren't doing that. And so uh, and so, I showed up to school one day, and a buddy of mine named Jess was uh, uh, holding hands with her and walking down the hallway. <laughs> We've been dating for like what three, four months, so not enough to really get too emotionally invested. But you know, you're 14, so you're still like, oh, this is so new, and I don't know, like this is, I'm getting boners, and I don't know what to do with them, but I feel like I want you to help, you know, and uh, <laughs> and she's she's walking down the hallway, and she, and she's holding hands with Jess, and I literally see it from the back, and I was like, what? And he literally turns around and goes, this is happening now, and kept walking, and I kind of had to be like, I tip my hat. That was a great like hallway that's fuck a, you line. Yeah, like that's what a bully in a John Hughes film would yeah. say. Like that's. This is happening now, squirt. You know, like you have to have a yeah. little tagline. But, uh, but the adult uh, version was uh, she lived, uh, well, she lived in Reno when it happened. And, um, and it was, uh, you know, that was the adult time when it really actually had an yeah. impactful, um, you know, moment. I guess I could tell a story. I guess I'll just, I'll just sing it to you guys. It was 2008, a year that should have been great. I was in love with a girl I met in school. She had boobs and a heart. I never heard her fart. And one time we had sex in a gap dressing room. But then she moved to New York to start a new life. And I knew we'd make it work because I thought that she'd be my wife. Well, she moved again. To a place I'd never been It was kind of like Vegas But not at all She moved to Reno Reno, Nevada Well, I didn't even know They had people there She moved to Reno Reno, Nevada They've got a river 
place and that's about it I went to visit and it was easy to see that this place sucks let's get fucked up I'm sorry you're here without me she worked for the news and when I met her crew everyone was super nice except for one dude he wasn't handsome at all he was just goofy and tall and when he shook my hand I knew he would definitely fuck her his name was Jeff he was her cameraman and when she told me I said did he shoot your stories in your face and by stories I mean come 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 Yeah, no, I got what you meant. Yeah, well, sorry, I'm just trying to make a joke. That's how I'm handling this. Yeah, well, you always make jokes to deal with situations. It seems very immature. Yeah, well, I'm a comedian. That's what I do. This is fucking crazy information. How many times was it, by the way? Like three or four? Yeah, like, I don't know, like three or 12. 12? That's way more times than four. How many times did he do it? Was it just Jeff? Yeah, it was Jeff and, and other. Yeah, was it more than one? Was it Brian, too? Why is Brian here? But what's up, Brian? Wait, was it Brian, too? How many dudes? What? You know what? Look, there was a lot going on. There, was a lot of, there were a lot of dicks. A lot of dicks. How many dicks? You know what? I can't handle this. Fuck this. I'm done. Fuck you. And fuck Reno. Reno, Nevada. You're the biggest little shitty city in the world. Fuck Reno. Reno, Nevada. You're the biggest little shitty city in the world. I hate you, Reno. Reno, Nevada. It's to kill Jeff. I hate you, Reno. Reno, Nevada. Everyone, you're the biggest little shitty city in the <laughs> world. You're the biggest little shitty city in the world. Let everybody. True story. True story. <laughs> guys, so, Amy Pearson over here. Yeah, Let him Adam Ray, Rod oh, Williams. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are still together? We're still together. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, sweet. It turns yeah. We've got two good. kids, Avery <laughs> Jr. and ben <laughs> Brad Sr. What? Can you name somebody a senior when yeah. there's no junior? I guess you That's can. Yeah. I guess I it's mean, your sure. kid, right? Do it in your fuck you want. You can name him Brad's taint for all I care. Oh, wow. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it, it's not just us acting like idiots up here. We're going to have uh, some amazing guests, and uh, our first guest is certainly one of those. Uh, he has a very popular podcast. It's uh, The Crab Feast. Make sure you download it. He's an amazing, talented comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up, Mr. Ryan Sickler. Let him hear Ryan Sickler. Live in Vegas. It's a Central, the Ryan one and Sickler. only Ryan Sickler. Let him oh, hear it. Come thank on. Thank you so much. Ryan Sickler, everybody. I have never toe-tapped to a song shitting on a city in my life. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> I was back there like, fuck Reno, Nevada. <laughs> like, I was right in on that. We're taking it on tour, everybody. Yeah, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be the next boy band. We're going to get some great choreography and a whole lot of spandex. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would pitch it to Celine, but I know she'd fuck it up with 25 minutes of stand-up well, you had me. You had me fired up with that goddamn Dijon uh, <laughs> fucking joke. Of course, you went with the French fucking mustard, too, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then you brought me full circle on Reno, Nevada. Like, I got to take my anger out in a happy way on an entire city. And yeah. goddamn, felt fucking good. 
Uh, you've been to Vegas many times, yeah? I've been to Vegas many times. Does yes. it uh, does the experience change for when you come back, or do you have like a, a kind of a, a rhythm and routine? I don't have a rhythm and routine. I think um, like each time I come to Vegas, it's either for comedy or for pleasure, or sometimes I'll write, do something here, like a produce on something. So each experience. We get it. You have a great career. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm diverse. I'm diverse. Yeah. Uh, but each experience is a different experience, yeah. I, I'll tell you this. This is the honest truth. I'm not sucking uh, ass here. This has been the best time I've ever had in Vegas in my life. Yeah. This, wow. this, yeah. this festival here. No shit. Crapshoot Comedy Festival. I mean, they have literally rolled out the red carpet. It has been fantastic to be brought here on a jet, to uh, have our own rooms, all that stuff. To have a roulette. Say jet. It's a private jet. It's not like we all just were like, holy shit, you guys know there's these things called planes? I mean... This thing got up in the air and flew us here. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and then we had a roulette tournament today. Um, That's the other thing, too, about yeah. this festival. Right that, here, uh, Paul's mom. Paul's mom took home the, the champion. The goddamn ringer. Yeah. When we, I'll, I'll say this. When we walked on that private jet, I looked right in the camera and I said, I'm winning that fucking roulette tournament. <laughs> So for those of you who don't know, they had a comedian yeah. uh, roulette uh, tournament uh, today, and uh, it was about you know, maybe 20 comics. We yeah. just got a handful of chips. It was a comics-only roulette tournament. Yeah. <laughs> but then the so. shark over here, Vincent <laughs> from Color of Money over here, comes in. <laughs> and uh, so technically out of the comics, I won, but Paul's mom dusted me over there. I just took all my last chips in a last-ditch effort and... <laughs> Covered the whole board now, except for like thirty six, and they were like thirty six. I was like, God <laughs> damn it! It's always that. It's always that. Always happens. Though. Now, is that the first time uh, you, you you've lost something to a woman over the age of thirty? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Thirty. Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Do you have All a strategy with roulette? Like, I play birthdays and favorite baseball numbers. Like, I'm I'm Cal Ripken. Thirty three hit today. Eddie Murray hit. Cal Ripken number eight hit. Uh, my daughter's birthday hit. I like how uh, you went the baseball it. players before your daughter's birthday. They were here before my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I've been betting on eights and thirty threes a long time. <laughs> See, I, I go, uh, I go the number of Celine Dion concerts I've seen and sexual positions that still make me laugh. So I go one in sixty nine, <laughs> and uh, and I never win. <laughs> Now, but I, I went all in, and I lost on the first. Uh, first <laughs> yeah. You were the first person out of the entire in a, tournament in about fifteen minutes. Yeah, you really were. Because I just I went big. I put like all yeah. But I mean, you so you have your numbers. But then like we did actual roulette the night before. Yes. Yeah. Uh, myself, Ryan, Josh, Adam Myers, and Bert Kreischer, and it was one of those things where I don't know wh- somebody had the idea of like let's go do a hundred on black. It was that point of the night where you're just like somebody's about to yell out a crazy idea, and we're all about to yes hand it. I think it might have been Bert or was it you? I I I said I wanted to go play roulette because the the guy at the uh, craps table remember he was so he was old and salty and he was just a real asshole. And Bert called him out. Bert's like this is the most. <laughs> Terrible crap stuff I've ever been at in my life. And everybody around there was like, yeah, fuck this old guy. But they were scared to say something like, yeah, we're spending our hard-earned money, you old son of a bitch. And they all sort of rallied against him. And then we moved our, you know, we weren't getting appreciated. We moved over to roulette. So we, the four of us throw 100 bucks each on black. And we hit, and we're all excited, and we're cheering. And Bert that- starts to chant. 
let it ride let it ride let it ride and if you haven't so been a we, part of that collective energy and chant like it is just like it, it's invigorating it at, was. yeah at that point there's nothing you wouldn't do if Bert and a bunch of dudes who your friends were <laughs> yeah. like let it ride yeah. you know like you 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 would just do fucking anything yeah yeah it's like i i did bungee jumping and i survived let it ride. Yeah, like, go again. I pulled out. She didn't get pregnant. Let it ride. <laughs> go back to Reno. No. No. Yeah. No. No. Except for that. Uh, <laughs> so then we do it another time. We hit again. We hit a second time. And you know now we're starting to cheer a little bit loud. And uh, the table's getting into it with us. You know, we're creating a little vibe over in this area. And then the lady's about to pay out and burn again. Let it ride. <laughs> Let, so we're like, all right, we do it again. And then we hit a third time. And now we're, we're cheering. I mean, we've won $300 fucking dollars. We're cheering like we just won $60,000. I mean, we're hugging. We're crying. Yeah, dude. We're high-fiving and shit. We're, we're like going spinning each other in ribs. slow motion. Every emotion. That's and then we're ready right to cash out. Yep. And then we hear Bird again. <laughs> Ch- change it up on us. One more time. <laughs> One, One more time. time. And Adam had the most strategies. Like, we're just going to. We're just going to leave it there. It's sitting right there. We can just take it. I was like, leave it. And then we hit again. And then we took all our money, except at, when we were about to leave, I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave the original 100 and do it one more time. So we dropped the 100, and we hit again, and then we got the fuck out Dude, of that there. was what, five times? Yeah, it was like 500 That's or 600 insane. bucks. It was fun. Yeah, it so fun. basically what you're saying is uh, if you see Ryan Sickler at the bar, he's buying. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, They gave me 200 little. fake chips today, so get you some <laughs> fake drinks, y'all. It's all me. <laughs> Fake tits, all of it. Fake money. You should be able to get fake tits with fake money. You should be able to. Monopoly money? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can be able to buy fake tits with that. Uh, Now, Ryan, you, uh, if if you guys need to subscribe to the Crab Feast podcast, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's one of the best out there. And Ryan is known for being one of the best storytellers in the game. And uh, so now we're in Vegas. So, like, do you have any, like, Standout Vegas stories, like in all. I have a really embarrassing, uh, embarrassing one. I'd love to humiliate myself with you. (laughs) Uh, Go for it. I went. I was here. This is probably ten, maybe longer years ago. For for specifically for a, a friend's bachelor party. So, like I said, this time I'm coming in, you know, just to be pedestrian, Brad. You know, <laughs> so I'm so diverse. This time was pedestrian, and we're all here. And he's like, we're all doing VIP. And I'm not a huge strip club guy, uh, and I've never done the expensive ass VIP. But we all agree to do this. So I go in, and um, if you've ever, you've been in them before, like there's. Dark as she Right, Paul's mom anything. that won roulette. Paul's you know mom, strip yeah. clubs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Of course, we're, you know. You, she, she's taking us tonight. She won the tournament. <laughs> yeah. We forgot to tell you that was what had to happen. To, the winner pays for dances. <laughs> and um, it's dark. It's pitch black in there. It's pitch black. And uh, the girl that I'm getting a dance with is a black girl, and she's got these heels that are like this this tall and these boots. And I need to get some of those. I could... I can finally ride a goddamn roller coaster if I got some of those. <laughs> Fuck you, Six Flags. I'm showing up in stripper heels. Dwarf lives matter. <laughs> You're right. They don't have a fucking shoe requirement. It's no, just they, a they, never said, they never said the heel can't yeah. get you up there. They didn't say only they, kids. They yeah. said, it's it did, just it, a line. It didn't say in parentheses without heel assistance. <laughs> does not say that. I'm I think you found shit. a loophole on that I'm going to find her. <laughs> Um, but you know, there's chairs, oversized chairs, and all these girls are doing dances and whatever else you want in there because it's you know it's pitch black, dark, and it's Vegas. And uh, pitch black was actually the dancer's name too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
So we are just getting started. Like we're doing, nothing has even happened at all yet. And she decides to stand up on the arms of the chair. Crotch is in my face here, but she's sky high with these big ass boots on. I was like, this is a bold, like jump out of the gate move. You know what I mean? And she slips. No. And that fucking heel hits my ribs no. and dices oh. me down the side. Oh. And I just go, oh! They're like, and he came. Yeah. every fucking dude in there is like, what the fuck's going on? They're bringing the lights up. They're like, Jesus Christ. Like, you see, it's a room like this. And guys are just ducking like their wives are coming in. Like, what the fuck's going on? This is a raid. Yeah. <laughs> lights up in a strip club has to be so terrifying. Oh, I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Like, this, this bitch looked like she just butterflied the side of toothpaste and folded it open. That's what my side felt like. And you know when you get cut and, you, and it doesn't bleed, but you know it's about to bleed? You're like, oh, this one's going to gush yeah. right here. You know, it's all white, and you're just waiting. <laughs> and then, boom. I mean, just out the side of my shirt. I'm what did soaked. she say? Did she react? She's, or had she seen it before? She's like, no, this has she, happened again. She's like, oh, that's what I meant. She was in the blood. No, she was... <laughs> Super apologetic and embarrassed, oh, and she, yeah. I mean, you know. And then the they all came in, they took care of me, and I was like, they're like, let us just. I was like, I don't want no, I don't want any dances anymore. Like, you know. Yeah, I love that they're like, hey, to make up for it, we're gonna have another uh, five coked out strippers yeah. come and dance for you as well. We got a school nurse here in the casino. We're gonna wrap that shit up, and get you right back in the saddle, buddy. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. If a horse just fucking kicked me in my chest. I'm not going to be riding it right after that. I think we're done. <laughs> is that where does that rent? Because you guys, again, listening to uh, Ryan's uh, album and uh, the podcast, you'll just know how. I mean, even on the goddamn comedy jam, you were working with everybody on their stories yeah. before the show. Uh, master storyteller. Where does that story, I would I would say so. Where does that rank in your um, just catalog of experiences? That one right there, because that was recent, right? Ah, oh, that was like ten years ago. Yeah, I say so. Reason. I mean, it's just. I mean, I could put a bolt, a a, a, fo- a folder together of just strip club stories. That's my most. That's my most embarrassing one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was. I shouldn't be embarrassed, but I was. You know, I fucked up the whole night for everybody. If I could have held in my scream like a man, <laughs> I think everybody would have had a better night. But I was just like. Ah! I like it went octaves. I got up. I was surprised how high I got. The whole blood in a strip club is, is really like. I mean, usually people freak. I was in Alaska. There's only the uh, one time where blood was not really an issue, but it wasn't even blood. I was at this comedy club, and uh, and they had really great food there. So I had this uh, fish sandwich after the show, and uh, and they put ketchup on it, and I spilled the ketchup on myself, and I didn't realize that. And then they were like, "Hey, so what are you doing now?" I was like, "I don't know. What's there doing in Alaska?" And they were like, "Not much. We should just fucking go look for moose." I'm like. Jesus Christ. So then uh, I went out, and they, they go, oh, so there's a strip club. But it closed like 20 minutes. You want to go? I was like, yeah, let's go. So we get in there, and I had time for like maybe one dance. So I sit down, and a girl comes over, and about five minutes into the dance, maybe less than that, she just goes, she looks down, and she sees, you know, the ketchup was on like my like pants and the stain, right? And it was very visible. And she looks down, and she goes, um, you know you're bleeding, right? And I was like, um, you know you're still dancing, right? And she was like, yeah, I mean, like, people bleed in here. I was like, okay, check, please. <laughs> and I get up, and I go into the cab, and I get into the cab to go back to the uh, hotel. And the cabbie goes, so how was it in there? Was it great? Was it a great strip club? I go, yeah, man. It's a case of the old ketchup pants. <laughs> and he goes verbatim. And he goes, I feel that. I go, oh, what? <laughs> Is this place known for their semi-bloody ketchup stained? <laughs> now, but, yeah, uh, Vegas is one of those places where 
you, you have all these options. Yeah. You, 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 there's always like. Too many. Yeah. You, you can do absolutely anything. You can go see Celine Dion. You can go to a buffet. Uh, I saw some car that was like, come shoot zombies in our giant truck. And I'm like. Ah, this I, is a real thing. Have you done it, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you've seen it. So you, you can literally do anything. What does that mean? What do, you, what do you mean you shoot zombies? What does that mean? I think they take you out to a field with a little, like, paintball gun. You shoot people oh. walking towards you slowly. That oh. You don't know if they're zombies or if, if, if they're just women on a walk of shame the next day from oh. their hotel room. You just get the... Yeah, just walking towards you like, yeah. That could feel good, I guess. Yeah, but um, a common game that... I don't know if everyone plays this or just guys, but is uh, Would You Rather? And that's where... You offer two choices, and you have and you have to pick one. So now... Yeah, have you ever... By the way, the first time I was introduced to that game was from yeah. an ex-girlfriend. We were laying in bed, and we were having pillow talk. And she was like, so would you rather die by getting lit on fire or being drowned alive? And I was like, um, what are you fucking planning? Where those are the <laughs> options right now. Can't we talk about and, shows we want to watch? And why is Dateline NBC always <laughs> on in your house? Like, you're definitely planning some shit. And what is that bazooka doing there? Uh, all right, so Brad, you're going to present us each with some options. Yeah. First of all, can we get a Would You Rather theme song? Would you rather this or that? Get ready for a bunch of weird references. There we Come go. on, he hey, just man. made that up. I just said that. Some that of you great. paused like, that's the song. He yeah. just came up with it. <laughs> like, Listen, rehearse that. Jesus. Here's the problem. It's, okay. no, it's no fuck Reno. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had you your Back in high. Black album. Set it yeah. too high. Now you're starting to... <laughs> Next release wasn't bad, but it wasn't no Back in Black. You know what I'm All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, would you rather fight a strip club bouncer because your boy touched a girl? Or get locked out of your room naked and have to go to the lobby to get another key. Ooh, it's a good one. You're all thinking of your answers right now. Well, what would you do in that scenario? Ryan Sickler, I defer to you. I would fight the strip club bouncer. <laughs> you would, wow. Yeah, I would because you're confident in your fight skills? Or? I've been in a lot of fights. Yeah. And I feel like I could, even if I lose, you're not walking away the same man. I promise you that. <laughs> like, I might be in the hospital for three weeks, but you're, that left ear is gone. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Adam Ray. What was the second option again? Uh, you get locked out of your room, but you're naked. So you have to walk down the lobby to get another key, but you're naked. I like that you have to walk. Or, or run. Oh, okay. Or now, skip. I don't know. <laughs> now, I feel like if you're, if you're naked, it's already weird. So at that point, anything else you do on top of that isn't really going to like negate the nakedness. So maybe, you know. I just think that's a great sound of a uh, name of a romance novel. Negate the nakedness <laughs> with Fabio on the cover. <laughs> like, is there a restriction on what you can and can't do as you're walking down to get... Well, I mean, you can't, like, what jerk off in the flowers. <laughs> like. know, like, what he, he just wants to stop and get a USA Today, for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's all he wants. He wants okay. to see the fucking sports section. Well, now that another limitations, today. I would take that. Yeah, just, just a weekend paper, for Christ's sake. I also feel like, you know, that's a great memory for this. You know, the same way that, like, uh, Tom Hanks or Bill Murray show up at, like, weddings unexpectedly. Like, I'd be, like, the naked guy in Vegas. And, like, I'd stop and take photos, <laughs> make people's day, or fucking ruin their wedding, <laughs> depending on what's happening at that hotel. Yeah, I'd like go with it. that option. All right. Avery? Uh, I avoid conflict at all costs. Uh, so I just don't want to get hit. I'm scared. I've, I got hit once and I walked away. I was a senior and I got hit by a freshman. Uh, <laughs> what did he say when he hit you? He took your lunch money. <laughs> he was just. Uh, I he, he I had flicked a cigarette accidentally hitting him. I'm very. 
Even this story, you don't want to tell it all. You're that. I know. I just, yeah. And uh, and then yeah, and he's like, well, this is for the cigarette. And then he punched me. And then I turned around and I said I was sorry. So Now, you grew up. In, I would do the naked walk thing. You grew up in Toronto. Is there is there a difference in like a, you know, a Canadian fight versus an American fight? Yeah, very. We hit, hit, hit each other and then apologized. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry I beat you up there, sorry, yeah, yeah. but yeah. you know, you flicked a cigarette at me, and uh, <laughs> I can't just let that go, oh. so uh, I had to hit you. I feel uh, really bad about this, but kaplow! There's a lot of uh, Batman-themed... I feel that's like what every Canadian says as they're punching someone, just kaplow, dearie. <laughs> it's a lot of oopsie-doodles, whoopsie-doodles, <laughs> poutine! <Yeah. laughs> oh, no, that's just... The, 19, the, the, the 1967 Batman in Canada had those <laughs> instead of like the bow, Pam, like, Pam, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> cooking spray, Brad? Good job with that reference. There you go. Uh, Here's a ham sandwich and Pam, some cooking Lysol. spray. Lysol. Yeah. Lysol. Just for breeze. For breeze, motherfucker. Batman's gotten really heavy with the product placement. Rain. <laughs> Snapple. <laughs> well. <laughs> Diet Dr. Shasta. Well, Wait, Dr. Pepper, not Dr. Yeah, Shasta. Uh, hey, I went hey. with it. You might want to start that, Doctor uh, Shasta. Doctor Shasta, <laughs> worst pimp name ever. And uh, because I have a huge cock, I would walk naked to the lobby oh, and, nice. and and prove and, it. And just get the respect from everybody. That's what uh, uh, that's what I would do. It might drag along the way. I'd get some dust on it. But uh, dust. Yeah. <laughs> All that casino floor dust. <laughs> hey, by the way, look. I know I'm locked out of my room, but man, these floors are fucking filthy. <laughs> look at the dust on my dick. <laughs> Guys, Ryan Sigler makes some noise for him real quick. Uh, the great Ryan Sigler. Yeah. The fucking greatest, man. Check out his podcast, The Crab Feast. Get on iTunes. Yes. The fucking man. All right. But, uh, but wait, there's more. Uh, we have more fantastic guests for you. And... Yeah, and uh, this next guest has been on Conan, uh, one of the best comics out there. Everyone loves her. Everyone loves watching her. Please give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Miss Beth Stelling, everybody. Hey, Beth! Come on! From Comedy Central. Yeah. She's a writer on this season of Crashing on HBO. She's here, we think. Is she Yes. Maybe we'll grab her from the back. Possibly. I'm fimping, waiting for best-selling. It's the waiting for best-selling song. Hopefully she's here. Hopefully she didn't leave. But if she did, we'll figure it out. Just go. We'll bring up Paul's mom and talk to her about cleaning house and about taking us to the strip club. Later. There she is. There's there there she is. There you go. Hey. Guy's best-selling litter yeah. here. Come on, yeah. huh? Right on time. Right, right on, on time. time. Oh, man. I always get nervous when a woman is late. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice little pregnancy pun. All I right. Like yeah. I like that. I compliment myself. You're an idiot, Brad. Okay. Beth, um, can we ask where you were? Sure. I was in the back for a while. Yeah. Mm. I felt like we were running late. Okay. I was in a bikini. Ooh. Hey. Yeah, so Slow down. Jesus, wait a minute. Could we have I... reacted more pervy right there? <laughs> like, like we've never seen a girl in a bikini before. Like, ooh. Yeah, what's that like? You've never seen this girl in a bikini. Oh, yeah. She's quite So that's why. So then I figured, 
hey, I have time to run home and change into regular clothes. Yeah. Home they to know, L.A.? No, no, across <laughs> the street oh, where okay. I'm staying. Okay. And that I didn't know you guys were going to be pilots and make up t- time in the air. And <laughs> here I am. Well, you made it. But Thank I am you. in regular clothes. I'm wearing the old-fashioned type bra, a real one. A real bra, as nice. opposed to a fake bra. It's an ace bandage, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could say anything, and I, mean, I would be like, "Yeah, all right, that makes perfect sense." Like, no, we just wrap them in duct tape. That's all we do. We did. I have wrapped them in duct tape, just from here to here. I used to work at this bagel shop, and uh, in college, and we would do uh, aprons only night. So we would serve bagels in just aprons, uh, but you would want your tits to look good, so Naturally. you would tape them together. So with the apron. You had a nice cleave instead of two saggy baggy boobies. (laughs) Saggy saggy baggy boobies, I think, are playing at the T-Mobile Center next week. They're really good. They're uh, opening up for Dashboard Confessional. (laughs) Uh, Wait, how was that? When did you work at a bagel shop? Uh, Most of my life, I grew up. No, okay, (laughs) from probably nineteen to twenty-four. Okay. And, yeah. and, and and was this a common thing for it to be like, uh, hey, we're going to dress well, slutty and serve you bagels? Was, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, sales went up, you know. Yeah. As well it's a as genius boners. move. Yeah. More businesses could take uh, note of that. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, it was in college. A lot, a lot more gets away in college. Like, there's not health inspectors in a major city, you know, in this small town college. Right. Like no. I think if they walked in, we would have been shut down immediately. <laughs> Yeah, just for <laughs> right. Although, well, like yeah, I, this was wh- like what, what was it been uh, two thousand three, two thousand seven is when I went to school. So it was like not a bushy time, you know. So it was not like <laughs> it's not like that was an issue. It it's was like, just that we left the cream cheese out too long because no one was caring, you know, about your health. <laughs> but we did care about tips, and uh, I we had I made a sign that said just a. Just a tip, and we thought that was the funniest thing of that all time. That is funny, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when when were guys working there as well, or was this just girls? we had a delivery guy, and okay. he did naked deliveries. Nice. Wow. Wait, yeah, what? so we would have like a, we we would all of a sudden just decide it was aprons only if we needed extra cash, <laughs> and and then we would get more tips. Now, this bagel shop was a, it was called Bagel and Deli in Oxford, Ohio, and. It was open from, uh, you know, whatever in the morning, 8, I think. And then we stayed up until 3 a.m. So we had the whole drunk crowd happening. So we were drunk, too. And naked. <laughs> With bagels. With knives, yeah. yeah. Cutting bagels. <laughs> and cream cheese. See I, see, I would think if there was a dude there, he'd be like, let me get a bone and you can toss bagels on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or is that just me? Well, I think so. You're the well, only most bagel people don't pervert. want to admit that their dick fits in a bagel hole, you know. <laughs> but yeah, touche. Brad Williams, old ring toss. <laughs> the ring worst toss Parker Williams. Brothers game ever. Uh, Brad no, Williams dick bagel toss game. <laughs> no, but it's a really big bagel, guys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a really yeah, big yeah, bagel. Sure it is. Sure it is. It's like it's an everything bagel, and I mean everything, <laughs> even dwarf cock. <laughs> they don't say what's not on the everything bagel. You could be like, "Yeah, there's spread on my bagel." It's an everything bagel, yeah, sir. That's exactly. what happens. Uh, Beth, you yeah. have a uh, Netflix special coming out. I yeah. 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 When when does it come out? No. July fourth. Good time. So yeah, it's celebrate. like no, nothing says America. Like me. Like a girl who's had her tits taped together in a bagel shop. <laughs> exactly. Telling you jokes. Now, are you wearing that same outfit in your special? No, I've, oh. I've taken a more uh, 
army jacket approach. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, America themes to the special? Or what was that date just picked? Just I think they. I, I've had uh, little to no control. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you had control over the the content of the, the special. Content, of course, I wrote it. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a, a female comic. A lot of people were like, "Who's your writer?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I can do it." Yeah. Uh, I oh, did is it your is your little <laughs> did woman you brain? Did you write those jokes? jokes? Look at you. So cute. Yes, That's so I wrote cute. all my jokes by myself. Wow. Yeah, come on, come on. That being said, I do date a comic, and I should mm-hmm. give him credit. We yep. like to we sometimes tag each other's jokes. Sam, That's so Sam great. Morrell. Is that Morrell. is Hilarious. that is that what you call it? Yeah. Tagging each other's jokes. Yes, we do. Yeah. Tag, tagging that sometimes ass. three times a day. Yeah, sometimes in his head is that the appropriate <laughs> m- amount. But uh, wait, how how is that uh, uh, dating a comic? You know, great, right? I mean, it's awful. So I think, <laughs> yeah, there you can convince yourself of anything. You know, you can just be like, oh, it's better to date a comic because they get it, and you know, you don't have to come home. You can cancel anything for a show. No, you can date, convince yourself the other way too. It's better to not date a comic so you have a normal life, so they can tell you when you're being a doucher. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, it, and then there's competition, which I'm not. Yeah. Sam is so supportive, so it's never yeah. like he's never like upset with. He's always very supportive, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really even say the competition thing comes into play with us because it it doesn't. But who's to know? Who who? What if he? You know, what if something happens to either of us where we don't? Nothing happens. You become bitter and then hate the other person and then. That okay, so that's the plan. And <laughs> <laughs> was he pumped Everybody about? Everybody got quiet and worried. <laughs> like, that, super real. What like, if like nothing we were on comes of the Netflix special? <laughs> well, nobody likes it, and then I turn into I dorm, you know, like a what? What are those people called that are trapped in their house? Uh, Brad Williams. Yeah. <laughs> No, because the doorknob is really fucking high. I, uh, that and a baby gate. That's yeah. your kryptonite. <laughs> that sucks that my, that my fiance could literally trap me in yeah. my house. Like she would, Have you ever thought of that? Now she's listening. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, fuck. That's all I got to do that is probably is- a little chain link, and then Brad's yeah. not getting out for the day. That's awful. That's that can literally happen. I'm terrified now. Jasmine, don't do that. Wait, how how did Sam react when you uh, when he knew you were coming to Vegas? Just because uh-huh. the oh, you know the vibe of Vegas was he like don't get involved in any crazy shit? I or was think, he like live I it think, up? I think I got a text uh, last night when we were headed to Spearmint Rhino. Like, uh, be careful. <laughs> uh, well, you might become a stripper. <laughs> yeah. Don't get inspired. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like you're gonna walk in and be like, well, I perform on a stage. That's a stage. It's a logical jump. <laughs> I do have my bagel apron in my purse. <laughs> Does anybody have any duct tape? <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. That's right. You no. come to the main stage, it's Beth, everybody. She's got bagels, but she's totally kosher, if you know what I mean. <laughs> crystal Crystal Beth, I think. Crystal Beth? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Like now that. you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great name. You know, I will brag, on the way to the buffet, there was a pole in our bus, and I was able to do some moves that were very impressive. Nice. There was. Instead of embracing the sexiness, I as I slid down it, I just slowly went down like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can't take anything seriously. And uh, Well, they have cl- p- classes, right? A lot of girls, yeah, have you ever done Yeah, it's difficult to do it. You know, you can say, you, you can look at those women up there and be like, eh, I can do it, but it's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it, 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 it's also difficult to tell 
a lot of people that you're taking that class and then for right. not to immediately judge you like for a career option you're like no it's really good for the forearms yeah. I bet <laughs> like, <laughs> can I come watch a class I'm gonna audit a class I'm coming to audit the class <laughs> now, uh, now <laughs> you were now you were on the jet coming up no no, no, I came you from were, New York. You, yeah, you I came was from New supposed York. to come from LA, and then I came from New York. You're in New York too, but it's because I ran. But is it hot in here, or is, is it, it hot in here? Or, oh is shit! It? Is, is your AC going? Thank God. Well, I just took a shower too, and so you know how you get it sweaty after a shower, and then you can't stop sweating, yeah. especially what? if you put lotion on. That's what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> but then I wasn't sure. Are we premenopausal? What's happening to us? You know what I mean? You're after. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She just yelled you're out, I oh, know I am full-blown yeah, menopausal yeah, yeah. right now, <laughs> which makes me, thank God you're in the front row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel this could turn at any point. <laughs> full-blown. Well, because, man, like, I don't know what menopausal really means, so you can, like, stand up and be like, no, uh, in 15 minutes I have to sacrifice a midget. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we need the blood from menopause a dwarf. Menopause is basically shedding your inner self out of your pussy. And then... <laughs> <laughs> you never see her again. It, there's there's hot times. There's cold times. Sometimes Jesus. you hate your husband, and then you keep hating your husband. Yeah. Is there a dude equivalent to menopause? Uh, L- losing the big game? Yeah, when your team loses a Super Bowl. You're you like, oh, God. That hurts. Yeah. No, not even close. No? Okay. No. Midlife crisis? I don't know. You go on the Atkins diet, buy a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, wait, so you came from New York because you're out there writing on, on Crashing. Crashing. Yeah. That's the Pete Holmes season yeah. two show Pete on HBO. Show, HBO. Yeah. Now, he has, he has a lot of comics uh, on the writing staff. Uh, any stories directly from your life end up in season one? I'm trying to think of any specifics. I mean, there's my jokes in there, but... Mm-hmm. I don't think of specific stories. Now, but like, but like, did you come up in New York? Did you like, did you have to be a Barker at any point? No, because I started in Chicago, so yeah. there was okay. like a teensy bit of it underneath the train or something, you know. But it was rare. Like, I did a, some Bringer shows early on. I I would fly to New York early on too, like my first three years, mm-hmm. and uh, and I remember doing comics, and that was a Bringer room. So I definitely experienced that sort of being taken advantage yeah. of, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. <laughs> I had, I'm trying to think, I, I didn't, yeah, like I said, maybe barking once or twice, nothing like yeah. that. But also dating Sam helps too, just because I know, he, he came up when he started 18 in New York, and so like he did have to bark and he went through all that He's got that a lot shit. of personal stories to share with you yes, that might help. Right. What is the writer's room like? Because it's mostly comics, yeah? Or yeah, all comics? it's, uh, so the season two changed a little bit. We've got Greg Fitzsimmons, who's a rock Fitz star. Fitzdog, yeah. That's mm-hmm. Ian Edwards is in oh, the man. room. He's been Legend. just Great up so long too. Uh, Jamie Lee. Me, yeah. Judah Miller's our head writer, Oren Brimmer, and Pete Holmes. That's, so, that's a great um, room. yeah, that's all yeah. of us. And oh, and Emily Gordon actually popped in every now and then. Uh, she also she just wrote a, she wrote the Big Sick. She is married to Camille Nanjiani. But anyway, she's a great writer too. So she popped in. Is there ever any apprehension to like when you're trying to pitch a story or a joke? Like, is it all very? Um, Do I w- encouraging or is there like does it get to a point to where you, you, we're all still comics everyone's kind of assessing and judging what you're throwing out no nothing like that it's very supportive. if anything the only thing you would hold I, I really don't really I don't hold back yeah. like in the next season there's a character that's you know 
definitely drawn from my experiences for sure. So she walks out with the apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she starts in a bagel shop. Yeah. Um, and who has a Netflix special coming out on July fourth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, prom- yes. I wrote that into the script. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it comes out yeah. a year after it. Comes out. <laughs> uh, I I want to ask you about something that I saw on your Instagram recently. Um, you had a picture of yourself and a lot of girls uh, playing field hockey. Oh yes. Yeah. Is that is Back that your, in the game, baby. Is that your hobby? Like, do you play field hockey? Yeah, I played in third. It started in third grade. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I know nothing about field hockey. I just know it's like girls running around with yeah. sticks, and I could, I should have an erection, but I shouldn't. Yeah, but you should, but you shouldn't, but they're not interested in you. You basically <laughs> have... You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, there goes the erection. You play, you play it with a, with a long stick. You usually judge it by it comes up to about your hip. One side's flat, one side's curved. You have, I'm tall, so you have to get really low to eat all the pussy. And <laughs> it's a quick game. It's, you have these sort of cages are the goals. The way games that I play are more pickup games. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so there's no goalie. There might be a sweeper or something like that. And it's a no hit league, but you can push pretty fast on turf. I mean, I, I have an in. Yeah, this little. I got slant. You can see that bump on my hand. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got slammed between two sticks. See, things get a little sassy out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what's the shit talking in field hockey like? Um, well, after there was an old older woman that that did this, and uh, I don't know. Some the rules have changed since I left, and so I don't know. I think I was doing something that was bothering her. Yeah. And I think she said something like, "You did it again." After our my hand had slammed in between two two sticks, I go, "Well, you hurt my hand really bad," and I. And if that makes you feel better, and I think it might, so that's the kind of shit talk. <laughs> so you shit Real talk like you're in a Midwestern 1950s stuff. sitcom, like, yeah. Yeah. and there's meatloaf on the counter. <laughs> I start, I start embodying my mother, and uh, yeah, no, that's there, there's not really shit talking. Everybody's pretty. We're there to have fun. But is that is that kind of your break? Like, I'm always curious with comics, like that thing that like you just do that is like a complete break from the business and stand yes. up, and you're not doing it for material. It's just like an actual right. Sometimes material comes from it. I did knee myself in my own tit, and I felt like, well, how'd that get down there? You know, uh, <laughs> well, I think it was a lunge situation. You know, they're not that bad. Man. They look great. <laughs> They're duct taped right now to my neck. <laughs> I just have one. They go back over my shoulders. I mean, I guess that that can happen. Uh, I played uh, roller hockey as a kid, and uh, there was one time when I was skating, and my stick like jammed into the ground, and the shaft oh. ladies just jammed Ooh. right in, in the balls, oh, right in the balls, balls. right in the balls. Even worse. Yeah. And then, like, I remember I fell down and I yelled out, "I'm a dick." <laughs> 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 like I was tense. So everyone's like, "Whoa!" Wait. Like, like everyone was like freaking out. Like, I don't, are we supposed to laugh? Are we supposed to be concerned? Should we uh, make a wish? Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> a dwarf just hit his dick. Like, is a rainbow about to like shoot out of it right now? Like, is that gonna happen? Uh, but yeah, so those, those, those kind of injuries can uh, can occur. And now, are there are there other comics in the league, or are you? No, the only I comedian? just started. The, so I started playing in January in LA, just because after I've been doing stand up now for ten years, and I think you get to a point where you're like. I have to remember what else makes me happy and yeah. like have find things outside of it and yep. uh also do things that you did as a kid just to remember like what things were like to have joy and also team sports are great you know there's something to be said about the camaraderie of that mm-hmm. however 
the girls in LA I don't really connect with. Uh, there's a lot of... Why is that? Yeah, well, they're like 22 and just out of Duke, and I feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. The point is... <laughs> uh, you hear that, Mike Krzyzewski? They're very... They're, well, fuck they're your very school. fast. I, may, I feel old. I'm coughing up blood and tasting coins. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a lot for me, but I have... My, my fitness has gotten a little bit better as I've started. And then since I moved to New York for crashing... I found a league in New York, and I like everybody. It's co-ed, okay. and Playing it's a smaller field, so I'm not having to run as much, which is a pure delight. <laughs> I don't try to be funny, mm-hmm. so that's the thing. One time I did get hit, and I said, Shiza Minnelli, but, <laughs> and that did get a laugh. I'm not going to lie. But, and later, after oh, I stopped talking to them, what? I was just telling them something. Oh, yeah. After thing, I yeah. stopped talking to them, um, they, they won – one girl was like, oh, you're shy as a Minnelli. So that's kind of how they know That's me. That's your nickname now. That, yeah, in L.A., but I've left them. Uh, I feel, the uh, now, now I really want you to meet Liza Minnelli just so you can have that <laughs> moment of, my nickname is Shiza Minnelli. And then she'll just stare at you like, okay, restraining order. Um, now, you could have said absolutely anything about field hockey, and both Adam and I would have uh, believed it because yeah. we don't know the rules. Uh, right. But Adam in general... Will believe anything. Yeah, very, very gullible. gullible. Yeah. Uh, now, wh- now, what's the story that st- that spawned this game? So my folks split when I was nine. Thanks for bringing that up. Yep. And uh, you brought it up. And I was uh, on the playground, and a kid came up to me who had, I guess, gotten wind of the news. It was like, "Hey, I heard your parents just got back together." And I was like, "Oh shit! Hell yeah!" Like. Yeah, and then I went back home, and I was like, "Mom, is he so great?" And she's like, "What is?" I go, "You and Dad." She goes, "No, fuck that asshole." And I was like, "Oh." What? No. <laughs> yeah. So gullible. And to this day, though, that, uh, so I told Brad that story, and he goes, are you still that gullible? And I go, I think so. And then he read me some news stories uh, <laughs> and, that were, like, crazy, and they were not real, but I got, like, really emotionally invested in them. Yeah. <laughs> like the story of, like, a guy in Thailand who, like, had a python come up through the toilet and bite his dick. And yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, no. He was like, I know. You should feel bad because it's not even real. <laughs> Yeah, the the best one was like, no, they discovered a unicorn. And I was like, they discovered a unicorn? What, what, what does it poops look like? And then I was like, no, that's not a fake. That, that, that's not a real story. Wow, yeah. that was a lot of word gibberish that I just Sometimes shot out there. Sometimes it happens. You sound yeah. like Celine Dion in between songs. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a unicorn. So we're going to play a game right now called uh, What Will Adam Believe? What will Adam believe? He's super gullible. Yeah, come on. Yeah. On the spot theme songs. Now. Yes. You know what? And this is what I love about Avery's theme songs. They're inspired by, like, the 90s generation. Because, yeah. like, you know, that's what, like, the old theme songs. Yeah, with, like, messages. and Because you know what the theme song to the voice is right now? What? This is the voice. Four fucking notes. That's it. <laughs> Very lazy. All right. So let's uh, pull up a story. There yeah. should be a comedian the voice. <laughs> there should be. Well, Carson right? Daly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you. I want you to go on there. Yeah. Uh, Moving along. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, Beth, you could absolutely play too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a question, and then uh, Adam's gonna. Which one? Now, which of these places in Vegas is a real place? Is it the Pinball Hall of Fame, the Elvis Presley Belt Museum, (laughs) or? Cricket Corner, a restaurant that specializes in bug cuisine. Am I first? Absolutely. Pinball, Elvis, or Cricket Corner? Yes. I feel like people are so diehard Elvis in the city 
You know, like there could be an Elvis, you know, pube museum. And the fact that not everybody laughs makes me think there is. And some people are like, it's actually a very fine establishment. And in the only place that lets you take pictures with the memorabilia. Um, they let you take a picture going like this. <laughs> For our listeners, Beth was acting like she was holding a pube in her mouth. Yes. Was that a pube or, or an old-timey cigarette? Picking it out. Yeah. Of picking mouth. it out. Oh. Like a lady. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like the amount of Elvis fandom is uh, is still alive. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, the king, you're the king. People love everything about you, including your belts. Okay. So I'm going to say uh, B, Elvis Belt Museum, final answer. All right. And then uh, back. And, wait, wait. People are shaking their heads. Dude, I'm going to go help. with. <laughs> don't be so insecure, Adam. <laughs> I also feel like they're all real things. Yeah, I feel like pinball's real, but I'm going with Cricket Corner. Okay. Why? Because I think it's a place. But I think the pinball place is real, too, but it's Cricket Corner. Well, the, an- the answer, ladies wait, wait, and gentlemen. what does Avery think? Yeah, Avery? Cricket Corner lives in all of us, so it's real. <laughs> cricket Corner, by the way, sounds like a great Saturday morning cartoon. Like, you would absolutely watch Cricket Corner. One Cricket Corner. <laughs> exactly. That's, That's the address. <laughs> <laughs> the real answer is the Pinball Hall of Fame wow. is real, ladies and gentlemen. Which... By the way, you better be able to play pinball when you go there. Because if it's just looking at machines, I fucking hate those people. You can? All right. We will not burn it down tonight. All right. By the way, at least four people are going to Google Elvis Pube Museum when they leave tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, give it up for best selling. July 4th, our Netflix special. Watch Crashing on HBO. Thank you. You're the greatest. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Beth. Absolutely. Gather your things. Okay, darling. There she goes. One more time. The great best-selling. Let her hear. Come on. Saying hi to everyone in the front row. Wonderful. Well, we have uh, we have one more guest for you guys tonight, and uh, just for, first of all, thank you for coming out. Yeah, I give hope it up you guys have as Come much on. fun as we're The happy. last day of the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. We will be back. Our, our last guest has a Netflix special called Ugly and Afraid. Uh, you know him from Last Comic Standing from Comedy Central. Give it up for the one and only, our buddy, Chris Porter! Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Chris Porter, everybody. Come on. Clap hey. it up. You just hello. clapped it up. Clap it up again. Hello, hello, hello. Chris, now the last time uh, you were on this podcast was our last live podcast. Yeah. At the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Yeah. Which, can, which is not as good as the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. No. God damn right it's not. <laughs> Unless they're listening, in which case, please uh, book me again. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Chris and I are fresh off a, uh, not even, I guess, 24 hours ago, where we went to a place called Don't Tell Mamas. That's correct. Yeah. A karaoke piano bar. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, to where, look, I don't know how many piano karaoke bars you've been into, but this one was a very intimate bar, and so by the size and, and um, I guess, the layout, you wouldn't expect the talent to be as as incredible as, as it was. As thick as it was. Yes. <laughs> but those people were there every night. A lot of them worked there, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And then there were people that just didn't pass the psych test. <laughs> and they're like, you can hang out, but we can't have you on the payroll. <laughs> and uh, like the bartender who was super nice yeah. and a good bartender then sang Etta James note for note. Wow. Like, wow. Even with uh, her, her cowl and whatever, like just crushed it. <laughs> yeah. 
And then I went up and fumbled through Desperado. You're amazing. Uh, fumbled okay. is not the word I would use. Destroyed. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, like a toilet. <laughs> uh, I had to wipe up the... The seat. Anyway, the point well, is. Well, also, let's be honest. You followed a gentleman dressed as a cat singing Britney Spears' Toxic as a ballad. As a ballad. Yeah, it's yeah, like a low key, like, <laughs> not even a ballad. Like, yeah. I want to fuck you <laughs> as a cat. Da- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, By the way, uh, Drink Four for the very first uh, guy singing Britney Spears in a cat costume reference. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I think like that's what this bar offers, though. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Well, the best part was he had a pleather suit. Yeah. And it was, and I said pleather, and uh, <laughs> he was wearing jeans underneath it, and the pleather suit was so tight that you could see the jeans. I'm like, Damn. grow some balls. <laughs> well, he can't. The pants are too tight. <laughs> grow some balls, you pussy. Yeah. Well, cat, I guess cat. That- All right, Jesus. Yeah, no, man. Right. I thought that was going to. Also balls. <laughs> and uh, you, you, you've had an interesting time here, because in addition to uh, just hanging out and doing your shows and uh, doing all the festivities that the comics have been doing. Yeah. Uh, you got to hang out with uh, the next president of the United States, uh, Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I did do that. Yeah. He's a buddy. He liked my Netflix special, uh, Ugly and Angry. And uh, you said Ugly and Afraid. Oh, That's, yeah, my bad. Ugly and Angry. Ugly and Afraid was terrible. Uh, it's I'll, I'll just me. It's yeah. just me in a corner going, I don't like it. I don't like it. That was a good special, too. <laughs> it was real. I watched it. Three-star so rating. Bob found, his real name's Bob, and I call him Bob because I have a problem calling people Kid Rock. <laughs> and uh, Where does that name come from? That was like he was a rapper when he first started. So he yeah. was, But he also DJed. Like, he would throw in, like, Zeppelin and all that shit. So gotcha. he was like, Kid Rock. And uh, and, then, so and, then he, he, and then he grew to be over 40 and it doesn't make a lot of sense right now. Yeah. Now he's just like, I'm Kid Rock, the country guy that also raps. <laughs> it's, it's, and visits the White House. And makes millions and fucking millions <laughs> Still, of Still, yeah? Yeah. Dude, he took me to lunch today at Hooters. And I'm like, why are we going to Hooters? He goes, because I have a car that says we get to eat for free for life. <laughs> oh, my and God. Was, what? What? Th- those exist? Well, if you're Kid Rock, they do. <laughs> They're not handing not- them out because you were the 50th customer that day. <laughs> like, oh, Tammy fucking spit in your ranch. Here you go. <laughs> no, like, you got... You had to have written Cowboy. Then you get that ticket. Did he, like, shout them out at any point? Was no, like, yeah, like he did a promo for him or something. Is, like, Bawada Ba Slovakian for Hooters or dude, some shit? Like, like, this dude, like, listen, I've hung out with some superstars, but this guy, he's got a car that the serial number is American Badass. Serial number. The legal, like the thing, like, you know, the VIN number? Yeah. yeah. The thing that on all of our cars is like 8Q749QJ11. Yeah. Oh His just says fucking American badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So How did don't you get away with that. Also, what if you stole that car? <laughs> and you're like, hey, we got to. St- we got to sand off the van, and you're like, I think we're fucked. Because <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, They're going to find this one. Wait, so he hit you up after seeing your special and was just like, yeah, yo, he, let's be, he be best me, friends? He, no, he booked me on his cruise. Mm-hmm. He Kid had, Rock there's cruise? There's a Kid Rock cruise. Like, you do the New Kids cruise. Yeah, I've been yeah. on the New Kids on the Block cruise twice. Yeah. yeah. And I did the, uh, yeah. Jealous? <laughs> yeah. 
And I did the uh, classic rock cruise where I entertained a lot of people who died within three weeks after that thing, Doc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was but, the mean age of that cruise? Oh, at least 72. And like, then the least. next year... A guy was, that was playing <laughs> died mid-song. What? Yeah, the yeah. The, 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 the year after I, I did uh, the Classic Rock Cruise, the uh, drummer from Boston, mid-song, heart attack and died yeah, on yeah, yeah. the cruise. Thank you for laughing, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. And the rest of the band just went, okay, we're acoustic from now on. <laughs> All right. Time to adjust. So... But they're just trying to kick him off. Just like, <laughs> we still got five more songs. You're not ruining this, Dave. <laughs> How can you die before more than a feeling, you selfish yeah. asshole? <laughs> the buffet stays open. We keep playing. <laughs> it's a- so, so he books me, and yeah. I just figured someone called my agency and was like, hey, yeah. we need a comic. And they're like, well, this guy might work. But it turned out that he was like a fan. And he booked me, like, personally. That's amazing. Yeah. So, like, I get to the show, or I get to the con- or the cruise, and the first show is him. And so I try to go back. I got an artist pass. I'm like, I'm going backstage. And they're like, no, not during Kid Rock, you're not. Whoa. And I'm like, well, fuck this. So, a few no- so like, later on in the evening, I went to another show, because I didn't go on to, like, two days in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just went to another show, and he showed up. And I'm like, well, if this motherfucker is such a big fan... <laughs> I'll just go stand behind him. He'll come to me. <laughs> and uh, fuck you, Kid Brock. No. I, uh, so I, fucking, I went and I did. I stood behind him and his entourage. And about 10 minutes into it, he's talking to his girl. And out of the corner of the eye, he kind of looks at me. He goes, hey, you, get over here. <laughs> and we've been friends ever since. <laughs> yeah, a beautiful yeah, he, like, story. Next thing I know, I get this like key. To this like floor, this like private floor, like you know, kind of like the thing we have yeah, here, yeah. the little penthouse thing. Mm-hmm. We had that, but it was just Kid Rock and all these people hanging out. Oh my god! So like tons of bitches, right? Why did I have a twang when I said that? Yeah. What the fuck? Tons of bitches. Why did that? <laughs> tons of bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I tell you what, there's many bitches on Kid Rock cruise. Is that still, is that still your Filipino voice? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing we have wireless mics because it's hard to hear you from your Trans Am. Uh, <laughs> bitches and Mountain Dew. That's what I do, man. You, you got what. quiet in here. Is there a Trans Am club <laughs> here tonight? I'm sorry. Is there a Trans Am meeting happening here afterwards? <laughs> so yeah, like we became fast friends, and then like we do the cruise, and he's like the coolest guy in the world. I've hung out with some. Lead singers of some bands, and yeah. most of them, a couple of them are dicks. But you're like, you can be a dick. You wrote some of my most favorite songs. We get it. You and, love Nickelback, right? And <laughs> but Nickelback are dicks. So <laughs> and so, like, I, I you were shocked at how like at just how he was. fucking genuine, yeah. and cool he was. He's just like, and he Does like he love comedy, loves comedy. He mm-hmm. has Eleanor Kerrigan on his cruise now, amazing, and like all he. All his girlfriend does is quote her fucking act the entire time. Wow. But, like, we had lunch today, and, like, we're all just busting his balls because, like, we're trying to be we're trying to be cool. We're at a Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in the corner, and we're, like, like, trying not for people to know that Kid Rock is here. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's singing. <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, I love this song. I'm like, you know what? Why don't we just fire off some fucking pyro and you can do a matinee? I don't have time for 800 pictures, motherfucker. I'm trying to get wings. And I hadn't planned on a Hooters acapella. Absolutely. Nor do I want to do your meet and greet. <laughs> By the way, do people bombard yeah. him all the time? Well, no. 
they, we were fine until he started belting out show tunes. And then everyone's like, who's this asshole? And they're like, oh, I fucking have that asshole's album. And, like, and it's like, you know, he's a fucking icon. Yeah. And so people are literally just like, can, 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 my, can my son take a picture with you? And the kid's fucking shaking and Bob's just like a person. Yeah. And so he's like, fucking enjoy it. We're have, have a good time. Yeah. And the guy's like, I am enjoying it. I'm just yeah. freaking the fuck out right now. <laughs> and yeah, so, but he's just like the coolest dude in the world, but it is yeah. a, sometimes See, like kid, like kid Rock out of Hooters, to me, if, if I walked into a Hooters and Kid Rock was there, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, but still, you're still starstruck, though. Yeah. Like, seeing us, you know, but somebody if I, like, that saw, famous. Yeah, if I, like, saw Elton John in a Hooters, I'd be like, all right, now we got to stop it. <laughs> Look at this situation. He must have a card where he gets free Hooters, because there's no reason he'd be here. <laughs> or I like, was not expecting this. Or, like, Halle Berry at a Panera Bread. You'd be like, all right, well, this doesn't add up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. What's she done lately? <laughs> Throwing shade Ooh. on Halle Berry. What is her fan club here? Oh, right. Trans Am at, at six thirty. <laughs> Halle Berry fan club at seven thirty. I never thought the Trans Am club and the Halle Berry fan club would ever meet. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird e harmony function. <laughs> uh, Porter, what uh, what is your favorite thing about being in Vegas other than uh, getting to have uh, fun meetups with your uh, with your famous rock star buddies? Nothing. <laughs> you're a good. I will say this about like Chris Van- Porter. I don't you're, like- a, you're a fun hang everywhere. Like yeah. you have such a yes and mentality that I feel like you can go uh, anywhere and make the best out of anything. I have a good. It's because I'm with you guys though. Yeah. Like I'm with my friends, and that's we could be in fucking Topeka, and we'll make cue, shit happen. Cue sweet sentimental full house music. You know, you it's it's you guys. I just I thought you knew. I mean, I know I don't say it every day. But I mean, I try. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not emotionally available. And I would. I just want to you I want to say. We love you, Chris Porter. Chris Porter. Even though you. that you're friends with Kid Rock, too. That's the most important way that we love you. I have a bar with a bar tramps down. Will you ask if Bob will sign my mom's tits on her birthday? He said he already did, and that it washed off. Before she could get to the tattoo place. And so she just watched the tattoo guy jerk off. Again. I didn't know tattoo guys jerked off in front of you. It's extra, but it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. Cause when a guy causes you that much pain, you want to look in his eye and you want to see shame. And that's what you see when he comes in front of you. Comes in front of you. Comes, comes in front of you. you. Comes in front of you. Chris Porter, Ladies unbelievable. Wow. Chris Porter. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Did you have a good time at the About Last Night podcast? Thank you so much, Crap Shooting Zappos. One more time for Avery Pearson. One more time for Ryan Sickler and Best Deli. 
you're just gonna keep playing now for yeah, a good six and a half hours. I'll be here for the next uh, four shows. Uh, Adam and I are gonna be out there in case you guys want to take some pictures. We're gonna run out. We'll take some pictures. Uh, the the girl with the boobs who cheered. You'll get some DNA. Okay, good. That's the show. Good night, everybody. Good night, Las Vegas. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Julia White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.